Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is November 21st. The time is about 11, sorry, 3.30 p.m. If you have any questions, raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know you're a newcomer and put your camera on. Madan. Namaste, sir. Hi. Hello. So my case is uh, originally it was in uh, EV2, filed for downgrade in October 2020, filed medicals 2 at that time. And then uh, mm-hmm. I-140, EB3, I-140 was approved in 2021 last year mm-hmm. and uh, as of uh, november 2nd this year both primary and derivative cases were transferred to nbc my priority date is uh, april 30th 2012 which is current in december so what are my next steps what what should i be prepared for uh, uh, did, did did you convert yourself into eb2 back again though or you did no, not sir. no sir i stayed in eb3 you were all along eb3 no, no. Um, initially it was EB, EB2, then uh, downgraded to EB3 and stayed. You never upgraded to EB, you never upgraded to EB2 by filing I-485J supplement? No, sir. I never went back. Okay. Okay. Um, there are two options. Is You need to raise a service request on December 1st. That's something that you can do. Um, because it's been more than two years, your 485 has been pending. The other okay. thing you may want to consider is suing the USCIS for adjudicating the application. Why is it important for suing it? Because you know, when you raise a service request, congressmen, inquiry, ombudsmen, they never respond. Um, and, and when you file a court case, though, they will respond. I mean, it's not guaranteed, but there's a good chance that they will respond. Because if it's clear for them where they can adjudicate it, either approve it or deny it, they will do it and they will tell the court, they will tell us, hey, dummy, withdraw your case. So we say that, okay, they won, we lost, we withdraw. Do you see the point? Okay, sure. So there, so, there will not be any uh, impact to uh, for uh, uh, filing that bill, sir? So <clears throat> no, I'm, I'm absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I will give you a video that I want you to watch. If needed, you can contact the guy. His name is Stephen Brown. Okay? Uh Sure. And then you can contact him. He'll give you a five, 10 minutes call to go over what what are the prospects and what are. But you cannot file the court case until December 1st. Sure. Understood. Any other documents? Any other documents? I mean, I, I may have to be uh, be prepared with. Of course, yeah, you will have to give him the four eight five and whatever documents he asks you to give, give it. Okay. Uh, uh, Next person, please. Mohan. 
Yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. So, my wife's priority date is March 15th, 2013, and she's currently on H4. Uh, her visa expires on May 20, 2023, next year. So, October 2021, we applied IV3 downgrade and we got I 140 approved. Uh, and then December, we again applied for uh, an EB2 since the date was current. Did you refile it or interfile it? A refile. It's a fresh application. What's the prior to date? Uh, March 15th, 2013. Okay, keep going. Yeah. So, and then uh, in EB2, we got a, a, a EAD and AP for both of us uh -huh. in July 20, 2022. Uh, for EB3, though, we got the EAD uh, last month in October. Uh, my wife got the AP, but they denied my AP, saying that I already had AP in my EB2 category. Okay. So my question is, uh, do we need to file a motion to reopen or reconsider for EB3 AP? I would just refile it. Just I would refile just refile it. Uh, in EB3. Right. Okay. Okay. And no, yeah, EB2. Bit... EB2. EB2. I... EB2. EB3, you already have the approvals, right? No, no. I have approvals for EB2, both EAD and AAP. Uh, but EB3, 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 advanced parole, it got denied. Okay. Then you are reapplying right. EB3. Okay. Uh, and then based on the numbers, any possibility getting. Uh, keep watching our Tuesday thing. Keep watching our Tuesday. Next person, please. Thank you. Next person, uh, please. Rajiv? People want me to go wrong every day, every hour. <laughs> Can you hear me? Go ahead, Rajiv. Yes, Rajiv, go ahead. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking our call. Uh, I have one uh, question. On, let me give me some background. I am on H-1B visa. My validity is September 2025 visa stamping is expired my wife is on f1 visa and stamping is valid till september 2024 she is in mm -hmm. on stem extension and mm -hmm. i20 is also valid till september 2024 but mm -hmm. her passport got stolen last year and she got her new passport also last year but that is i mean now we do not have uh, valid stamping in our current passports. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I want we want to plan to go to Hawaii uh, during this like. I don't see any so. problem in that. Are you flying directly from US to Hawaii? Are you going through Canada or some other country? No, the plan is from directly from US to Hawaii. Which which flight are you planning to take? I have not decided. Maybe like, yeah, possibly, yes. If, if you're flying directly from USA to Hawaii, you don't have any problems, sir. Okay. Okay. That is the question. Like, do you foresee any issues while staying there and then coming back? Also, no, there is no issue. No, sir. As long as you don't go to some other country. If the flight is you're going to Canada and from there you're flying, you're in trouble. Okay. Okay. The other question was for my wife uh, with her stolen passport, which has like the stamping was there on the old passport and 
now she is not so could she travel to india and return to usa with this visa status or she has to go to uh, counseling again she has to go to consulate not only she has to go to the consulate and she will not be eligible for drop box and there is another problem since she is coming to the edge of the f1 not advisable <laughs> to go for stamping okay 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 thank you rahul next person next person Hello, good afternoon, Rahul. I'm on H1B yes. right now, and I recently got a traffic citation. Uh, it says infraction, okay. which doesn't require appearance in court. But I have a visa interview scheduled for next month, and I'm plan I'm traveling on this Thursday, the twenty fourth. So, is it going to affect any of the immigration status? Or why don't you just go online and w- why don't you just go online and pay the money? so i was going through the attorney to fight against the ticket so instead just paying off so would you recommend um, me paying off or so by the time you go for the interview it is still outstanding yes i would just pay off now okay just pay off okay it's not to deal with that only next person please thank you hiren if you were here in usa i'm okay with hiring but if you're going for stamping i don't know how it's going to react there i don't want to take chances next person please go ahead uh, hi uh, hi sir actually my tn i94 expired on november 8 2022 uh, but i left the united states uh, yesterday which which is 12th uh, 20 20th november uh, as i was under the impression that there is like 60 days grace period right but i i have calculated my days it is like 11 days so will it okay. uh, be in any problem for my future tn because yes. i need to find my after 3 months if if it is less than 180 days you're good not a problem so since it's only 10 days over or 11 days or 12 days over the identity form not a big problem next time be careful okay okay sure and sir uh, the uh, the one additional question is like i would like to fly to india from state right uh on 30th november so i would like to go back to state again on my uh, maybe like visitor visa as i'm so can i go back or not visitor visa to india visitor visa to usa yeah i mean like i i am canadian citizen but my ticket is from uh, from us to india 30th november right so i would like to go back uh, to us okay <laughs> so no once you overstayed in usa for one single day all your passport visas are automatically cancelled okay you said your tn expired in november 10th or something like that you left november. after november whatever the date don't correct me please you left after the i94 expired is right right so that cancels your b2 visa oh okay next person please ajay hello hello sir Yes, good. Okay, good, good Ajay. Hi. Uh, so, quickly, my background is my priority date is October two thousand twelve, and uh, uh, my current employer filed my four eighty five under EB three last October. So they filed my uh, uh, because at that time EB three was more favorable. So they filed it. When you say EB3. filed, did you did they file the form or what did they file? Yeah, they started all over from firm because I quit 
my previous employer uh, with a 140 approach. So I joined this employer. They I got did it. the uh, okay. And uh, last October they filed my 485 183, and then uh, they also filed EAD and AP. Then I went to India. I came back, and uh, after I coming back, I moved to a different state. Uh, because I worked out with my employer for remote work option. I moved to a different state. Uh, second thing, I got an EAD. Third thing, I got my, uh, I got an RFP on my 131 as expected because I was not in the country. Let me understand. So you filed 485s, right? I filed 485, yeah. When did you do, when did you do that? October 2022. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, 2021. So that is, October. okay, and that is under EB3. Okay, go ahead. Under EB3, yeah. Okay. So uh, so that's the background. Uh, first question is, since I moved to a different state, uh, do I need to file uh, uh, 485J? Because, no. oh, I, I missed the most important part. I'm sorry. I also did a 485J supplement to transfer the underlying basis to EB2 back in March of this year. Did you use the previous employer's I-140 to do so? No. Interestingly, uh, my lawyer thought it's okay, even though your current employer has... Wait. Uh, oh, no, no, okay. that's not the question. With the current employer, you have only EB3 I-140 approval. Yes, sir. So when you file the I-485J to move to EB2, do you use any I-140? Uh, my lawyer has my previous employer's I-140, which is EB2, and current employer. Thank you. So, yeah. so, so he, your lawyer used your previous, previous employer's I-140 to convert into EB2. Okay, got it. Yes, yeah. Okay, so that's fine. The, right? I, I would not say you did, he, he did not do anything wrong. Keep going. Okay. So uh, my question number one, do I need to do a supplement J for change of address to from Tennessee to Maryland? Not needed. Just the AR-11 form is enough? Yes, next question, please. Okay, second thing, uh, I got an EAD. Um, I, what, how, is that under EB3 or EB2? Is there a category attached to an EAD? No, the category is not attached. Next question. Uh, when I do my uh, 131, uh, since it's an RFP, should I uh, get it withdrawn and reapply for another 131? Just apply I-131 again. You don't have to withdraw. No need for the withdrawal? Nope. Okay. You're asking the same question again. Next person, please. When I said you don't need to withdraw, then you're asking the same question. What? You don't need to withdraw. But I, I, there's a limit of three questions. I can't go further than that. Next person, please. Go ahead. Hello. Hi, Rahul. This is Bhuvan. Here. Yes, sir. Um, mm -hmm. I recently came to India as my, I lost my father. So I went to, I wasn't, I'm an H1B. So I went to interview and uh, they gave me a 221G white slip and asked me to attend for an interview. So I went there and attended the interview. They didn't ask me any questions or like they didn't take any documents from me, but they asked me to go to another counter where they gave me like a yellow slip uh, with saying that administrative processing. So your case is under administrative processing. And it's been like uh, almost like one and a half month, but I haven't heard back anything from them. So is there a way like we can move this file? Yes. 
I want you to contact this lawyer by name Stephen Brown. Okay. And I sent an email to you. You may want to litigate this issue. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then. And his email address is there in there. Okay. Sure. Thank you. I'll reach out to him. Watch Kumar. the video and watch contact that lawyer. Good. Kumar. Right. If you're a newcomer, put your camera on, guys. Kumar, go ahead. Hi. Thank you for taking the time, Rahul. I'm on L1A, and I'm new also, by the, by the way, to this call. Mm -hmm. I'm on L1A and applied for I-40, which was approved in uh, April 2022. My priority date is March 2021. So I'm currently waiting for my I-485. I already got my EAD last week. My question is, mm -hmm. I have a job offer from a, a better job offer from another company. Can I change my job after... Uh, 180 days after the application of 485 with my EAD that I received or because I'm on L1 um, or is it going right. to be a problem? No, for the people of EB2 or EB3 though, we say yes, you can. Okay. Mm -hmm. As long as they're in the same profession, they're fine. Can the EB1C people also transfer the job after six months? The answer is yes. But the next job has to be in an executive manager position too. I want that one to be very thoroughly scrutinized before you move to the next job. Now, does it require that you have to work for the same company previous to coming into USA for one year outside the country? The answer is no, you don't have to. But the current position that you'll be working in is it an executive manager position or is it just a software programming position? So no, that's a, a crucial thing. I got it. I got it. But I mm -hmm. want to be, I got it. I want to be evaluated properly before you take the step. That's all it is. Right. So it's even the same title uh, as, as my current title. Okay. If everything looks good, I don't, but I still want to get evaluated by a lawyer though. Now for okay. EB2, EB3, I say, as long as you're in the software profession. Oh, previously I was doing Java. Right now I'm doing SAP. It's damn software. It's still the same. Okay. That's what we tell. They keep on telling they are different software guys. I said, it's still software. But in your case, case position though, now it doesn't have to be, you know, in a very, it doesn't have to mirror everything though, but it should be simple. Next person, please. Thank you. Hello, Edgaru. Thank you. Yes, for I have uh, I have an approved I-140. I hold an Indian passport, uh, and my spouse is a Nepali citizen, and I'm actually eligible for the cross chargeability. But the the only problem is go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. but only problem is my employer is not uh, ready to file the cross chargeability or even uh, ready to provide me the supplement check. So what? I'm I'm clueless. Uh, so so that's where uh, can a company B file my Adjustment of status without the supplement check? No. no, they have to file the labor certification. Okay. Uh, so if I have applied but for... But I, I, I recommend moving out to a different company. Right. I'm, I'm trying. thing is, uh, that, that's where the, the challenging part. Uh, since I have applied for her EAD, H4 EAD, can her employer uh, directly file adjustment of status for her? No. No, the only way they can file is file a labor certification. That's all. 
so again even even though uh, i apply for her h4 ead or, or her employer applies we have to go through the same process again right somebody has to file a labor certification i140 if you are interested in contact this company we work with this company they are very good at it okay in filing the green card applications okay and they won't do the same thing what they did what your employer did it okay i just sure. gave you the sure. contact information of that company yes. narendra modi okay so yes, thank you that's right but because because if the guy is not going to do it right now we don't know when that guy is going to do it whether it is going to take one year six months ten i understand okay i'll do it next month okay that's fine but we don't know right. if the guy is going to do it ever for you or not maybe he loved you until he found out your wife is a nepali once he found it your wife is a nepali he doesn't like you now okay <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> next person please thank you none of his goddamn business okay next person please satvik aditi oh hi sir we had been to mexico via cruise last week from 12th of november mm-hmm. 17th of november while coming back we requested cbp officer to have our extension so my husband has his h1b which is extended mm-hmm. until 2026 so we requested mm-hmm. cbp officer to uh, have a stamp on our passport until 2026 but he mm-hmm. said that since this was a closed loop so we went from new orleans back to new orleans so we for sailed out from new orleans and gotten back again in new orleans and that's the reason he said that this is a closed loop and hence they do not stamp and they do not even give an extension until 2026 and mm-hmm. we had to uh, agree to whatever he said and we got back but now when so i when check is your... my uh-huh. sorry yeah Keep so going. now when i i94 i do see that we have an uh, departure entry in our i94 but there is no arrival entry back in our i94 so we check so what is what does your i94 says it's expiring uh it says 2023 when uh 23rd of february 2023 well just fly to mexico have a margarita and come back ma'am okay uh but yeah but uh, so my basic question was since we do not have an arrival back entry in our i94 you're good you're good be... you don't have that will not cause any problem for you that will not cause because we did call up cbp office next also. person please don't don't call up them ma'am just fly to mexico and come back next person please ishwar ishwar they want meaningful departure so some of the time the crews they don't call it as meaningful departure that's the reason i tell people to fly and then fly back have a margarita there there's a reason why i say to have margarita there ishwar go ahead ishwar either you speak or we'll go to the next person we can't hear you ishwar you uh hi rahul uh, my name is piyush uh, i'm an international student uh, currently on my initial post completion opt with an ead expiration date of december 31st this year um i applied for my stem opt extension using i765 online form and it got approved uh, however uscis mailed my ead card to the wrong address now the status is showing that the ead card is being mailed back to uscis so what are my options to get my stem opt ead card if it is mailed back to uscis they will mail back as long as you change the ar11 you contact them you speak with emma they will be fine if it's not going back to the uscis that will create a problem 
Okay, so once it's back to the USCIS, do uh, do I need to call them again and just request a re-delivery yes. of my EAD card? Yes, 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 okay. please. Okay, and if I don't receive that EAD card before December 31st, can I still work for my current employer? Yeah, you can. Uh, how, when did when did it expire, you said? Uh, it's It will December, be expiring. What's your OPT? Uh, December yeah, you 31st. You have until six months. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. You can, you can continue working. Okay, all right. Thank but, you very much. Okay, then. Krishna a period Gopal? of 180 days, yes. Um, greetings, Rahul Reddy. Um, I have one question. I am on, um, I have applied for my I-485. It is in pending status. Uh, right now, I am trying to move to a new employer. Uh, but uh, I'm not able to get my pay stubs from my previous employer. That being said, can I show my I-485 receipt as the proof for maintaining the status? Why are you are you trying to apply the H1 right now? Uh, yes, because I don't have Why? EAD. Oh, you don't have the EAD. Why is that guy not giving you the pay stubs? Uh, he's cuckoo for Cocopus and uh, I don't want to put up with him right now. But is he paying you or is he not paying you? He, he's paying me. He's how, paying how me and actually he has to pay a lot more money. And uh, if I... That's not the question. That's not the question though. How is he paying you? Um, he's running payroll, but I'm not getting the pay stubs. Oh, then you just show them the, just show them the, uh, bank statements as a pay stubs. You'll be in good position. Oh, okay. Yeah. And complain uh, against this, complain against this company though, on a form called a WH4. Okay. Yeah. No, whenever I ask him, he says that, uh, he would give, but he would not. I kept asking, and I won. It's like uh, I know these kind of rogue people very much as much as you do, or much more more than you. Just like the other gentleman, remember he got married to a, a Nepalese, and that guy is not giving the I four eight five J supplement. Your employer is a rogue one too. Okay, you use the correct word kukubuku. I don't know what you used it. So Cuckoo for cocoa pus. Yeah, I don't know. I know yeah, don't okay, know. it's funny though. Uh, but but uh, you can use the bank statements saying that your employer has been that. refusing to give it and you can file a H-1B transfer looking at it. Yeah. And then and I the, want you to go to the fraud abuse of H-1B fraud abuse. Okay. Hmm. Uh, one second. And send an email to these people though as soon as you move out of this company. Okay. You got it? And the, yeah, I got it. And I'm going to send you a link for that. Okay. 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 Against your Kukuluku company. Next person, please. Oh, I have uh, one more question. You go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Small, small thing. Yeah. Um, if uh, um, I went with one attorney and uh, what they have applied for my case, they uh, there was a RFE and they responded. I asked. Uh, I was asking them all my documents and with the, whatever maybe the explanation that they have given to the uh, to USCIS. They are saying that we don't provide our argument to you. And I feel that is something fishy. Or do no. they have the right to say that they don't they provide can, the they, argument? The, H1, the H1B belongs to the company. So Yeah, I mean, so even if the company asks. No, if, even no, if the, the company, company asks. If the, uh, if the, the company asks, they have to provide. The company asks. They, they have, have to provide, right? Because the company, they have to provide, yeah. Okay. The reason okay, we yeah. don't provide to employees is because but there are certain no, not to the employees. 
Yeah. There are certain strategies we use. We say green color mm-hmm. is better, but that guy says no, yellow color is better. One guy, and then as soon as he says, then he comes back, no, no, red color is better. So that's the reason we don't. But in general, they have to provide. Okay. So the employer, they have to. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your input. So, and you may be on the verge of getting an EAD though. And if needed, contact this company though. This guy doesn't do anything what we are discussing about. Okay. Next person, please. Hi Rahul, my and name is Sunaina. This is the last person. Yeah, after Sunaina, I will go with any people have any questions. Please post it in the chat. I will try to answer, guys. Good, Miss Sunaina, go ahead. I my last status when I was in the US was H one B. Um, I mo- mm-hmm. I moved to India overseas during COVID, and I continue to work with them. I resigned last year while I was overseas. Uh, in 2021, I came back to the US on my H four, um, and now mm-hmm. I have um, an offer from a company, and they they are processing my H one um, petition okay. that I had this company, um, and. now there's a conference coming up and the team is excited to have me start as soon as possible i guess i wanted to understand what's the nuance on starting employment while <coughs> the h1 is in process no ma'am you can't start employment you don't have any ead do you okay no i don't and you can't start until i get an approval or is it can i work on receipt of not- notice no only approval Okay. Uh, does this include, say, logging, in, getting access to their email? Does that? I that don't know what it is. That's I don't know. I do not like to cross the line. Okay. I think Thank so. That so may be crossing the line. Okay. okay? Thanks, Rahul. Appreciate that. Um, I'll go to the questions that are getting posted here, guys. I will try to answer them. Uh, Ravuri. Applied H one H four in EAD extensions. I did not get my EAD by April fifteen. That's when year I don't. I, I do. I need to go out of the country now or later in March would be better. Well, you can wait until March. I mean, you don't have to go outside the country right now. Uh, you don't have to go outside the country right now. If anybody has any questions that they want to post it here, guys, I will try to answer it. Um, Rakesh, I'm working on stay mobility while. Valid till January sixteenth, two thousand twenty-three. And last week I got H four and H four EAD approval. Sounds good. But the start date is December second, two thousand twenty-two. Can I still work now on my stem equity? Yeah, you can because it ends in January sixteenth, two thousand twenty-three. So until December second of two thousand twenty-two, you still are on stem OPT. I don't see a problem. Lakshmi, uh, I got my H one B approval. Proved this year. That's a statement, not a question for me. Wish you best of luck, Lakshmi. But what can I do? Can I accept full time without any paycheck with employer? Uh, I don't know what that question is. When you, how can you accept full time without any paycheck with employer? Do you mean to say you got another offer with a different company? Yes, you can, because within sixty days after October first, you can be unemployment. And accept another job if they are going to file within sixty days after October first, or whichever whenever your date is H one B is approved. Um, Ravuri is so much frustrated with GC process planning to move out of country. That may not be a bad option. Go for Canada; they offer much faster than the US green cards. Uh, uh, at this point of time, Ravuri, unless something changes, uh, that definitely is not a good option. 
I'm visiting Canada allowed when an AP with a DUI. Canada has their own restrictions on DUI. So you need to check with the Canadian lawyers. I don't know how that works out. One thing I can tell you is that if you have a DUI, you travel to Canada, you come back to USA, you are fine as long as you have all the documents. You're fine, okay? You may want to check with your criminal lawyer if the case is not complete, whether you can travel or not. If the criminal lawyer is okay, as an immigration lawyer, I'm fine with you going. I don't know about what the Canadian laws are. My suppose H-1B got picked this year with company and she didn't like the company at all. Can she do H-1B transfer to company B? which she got the offer with employer A, she did not work for a day and she did not have any pay stuff. Yes, Bhuvan, within 60 days after the H-1B is approved, she can move back to company B without the pay stuff. One of the questions that I have is that if she has a H-4 EAD though, you may want to look into, consider into call something called Margarita Switch though, okay? That doesn't involve any firing, just going to Mexico and coming back will be the best. I will give you the link about what this Margarita visa magic is that you have to understand. If your wife has H4 EAD though, okay? Only if your wife have H4 EAD. Um, Sunil, what do you think about April 2013 prior to date? Will it get in the next two, three years? Why do you make, guys make me do so many mistakes on the prior to date prediction? I'll do one favor, Sunil. I'll give you $5. You put the $5. You go to the parrot guy and let's see what that guy says. I bet the parrot will be much better than me. Thank you, guys. The next Zoom call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Wish you best of luck. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.